0: Entire production supervised by Big one oh. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode.
2: This might not be the best clap, but uh... Okay, uh, in three... All right, okay, sure. That, that's fair. <laughs> you can snap.
0: There you go. All right. In three, <laughs> two...
3: I want to see him snap. <laughs> He's really it's getting a, into it. It's a percussive <laughs> sound. I'm going like, to do it too. Your fault. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why
0: did I... Yes, sir. Okay, in three, two, one... We're <laughs> gonna get us tonight. <laughs> hey, pony pox! I'm leaving that in. All right, uh, we watched Maniac Cop. This is a movie where Bruce Campbell does things he's not proud of. Uh, we should have watched the second one, but uh, what are you gonna do? The movie that dares ask the questions. What if there was a bad cop? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Glad that's over with.
0: Yeah. We don't need to go back. Uh, but before we go back, Barker, do we have any news? It's just Black Adam. That's all it ever
3: is. It's just, hey, Black Adam's oh, coming up. Oh, hey, Joe's oh. you know, a post-credit scene. Oh. Hey, Joe you know, Henry,
2: what's his name, is back? God, well, that's it. That's every I guess, I guess Somebody must have missed the news about, you know, who is or isn't really gone today. <laughs> no. The new trilogy will take place after the Skywalker saga but also have nothing to do with it. Right. Throw up. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Thank God I took a
3: midday nap today and avoided this.
0: <laughs> you just made the Oscar Isaac face, IRL. I'm so upset right now.
2: <laughs> All your friends might be back as for oh, goes. I bet they won't. or They're just C-3PO. not dead. They won't be back. They're building
0: another C-3PO. I
2: swear to fucking God. <laughs> The only way I'm going to see this movie is if somebody cuts C-3PO in half like eight minutes in. <laughs>
0: Alright, let's let's uh, let's move on to our Jerks of the Week. Alex, you got one for us? Oh, fuck. I can't
2: believe you've done this. <laughs> I do. So, uh, as some of you will definitely know at this point, uh, I broke my arm on Saturday. Um, just broke it right up by the elbow. You know, you know the part that actually has to move. Um so this happened after a solid six hours of drinking at the zoo <laughs> uh we went to a bar to get dinner i was walking along a uh you know like one of those like flower beds and just like tripped and ate shit and fell on my arm you know shit happens uh but obviously you know what are we gonna do you know we're already there like we might as well just you know put some ice on it and eat. can't really do anything so we go in there uh bartender gets me like a nice big old thing of ice i've got it you know sitting sitting on my arm basically i'm like carrying this ice around like lamar jackson carries the football um so it's it's like all up on there because like i don't even know where the break is at this point um and uh you know like i'm like kind of just thinking through all of this given that my job is something that is extremely reliant on use of my right arm i'm like starting to get like a little bit panicked about it because it's like well fuck I can't miss six weeks of work that's a lot of paychecks like I'm just like starting to get really anxious um and like if, if you could see my face at this point like uh, I'm like almost on the verge of tears as this is happening and like as this is happening the same bartender from earlier who gave me the ice pack in the first place, walks by, sees me holding it like that, and goes, aw, look at the little baby. And I swear to God, for like half a second before I realized what was happening, I thought I was getting the Radiohead meeting Scott Tennerman an experience in the of this fucking bar. You will not cry, like... little baby.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the same bartender with a lazy eye, and you thought she was talking to someone else. <laughs> That would
2: have is been there good another payback. strong,
3: brave boy in this bar? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I, you know, because I'm a human being, I realized within, you know, no more than a second, like, what was going on, but the two people next to me were, like, ready to fight this guy, <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, listening to me, like, fuck, man, I don't know what I'm gonna do, this is really stressful, and then, oh, look at the little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Bartender <Yeah>. owns. <laughs> I should go to that bar
3: enjoy your dollar tip dickhead don't spend it all in one place
2: alright uh that bar was pretty good that guy maybe not so much She dropped a pizza on somebody too <laughs> that guy's just living his best life alright uh my jerk of the week is uh
0: I don't know how to explain it but uh I took the other Alex to the movies and uh, we got the we cut the trailer for Megan. So my jerks, my jerks of the week are you guys for making me watch that. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> gonna be so sick. Uh,
2: you are.
0: I already so know it's gonna be a fucking day one that episode. A
3: prime January episode. It's as be soon as so she good. started
0: fucking dancing around like that, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then when she starts. She starts running on all fours like a grizzly. <laughs> I was like... When it says, from
3: the writer of Malignant, did you just like hear us rubbing our hands together yeah. behind you?
0: Yeah, it says from the writer of Malignant has from the catch. production team of Blumhouse. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> so yes, I will be saying this, and I will Absolutely. be purchasing the
3: popcorn. Only it takes two.
0: Yes. Par- Parker, who's your with me? uh
3: Well, you see, my joke is the woke liberal elite, because we were finally about to have a superhero project that stood up to the woke libs and they raised about a million dollars and they stashed it in some hedge fund and wouldn't you know it, it was a big fucking scam and they lost all of
0: their money. <laughs> what, what What is this? I don't, think <laughs> I, I don't think I get the reference.
3: Oh, as, let me uh break this down to you because I did some more research and it got funnier the more I read. Yeah. So, you know, we... uh. We live in this time of these goddamn woke shows like She-Hulk, and we all hate it.
2: As some might call a society. Yeah,
3: you know, I try not to use such harsh language. Yeah. But, uh, finally, this fucking idiot. (laughs) They they were making this project called Rebels Run, in which a uh, superhero, a female superhero, draped in a Confederate flag, was fighting against a, quote, global police force hunting down free-thinking conservatives... I'll just let that <laughs> let that seep in for a second. Oh my god! So they raised uh, about a million dollars, and it was all being held in escrow by someone who made a fake company and pretended to be a crypto billionaire. Uh,
0: <laughs>
3: so I read further and find out like they had to choose this company because no one else would do business with him for a uh, quote, given his long history of unabashed racism and sexism. So he raised all this money for this fucking. Conservative superhero movie gave it to someone who claimed to be a cryptocurrency billionaire, and then the money disappeared. And then I read further. Let's see. Uh, the company was called Ohana. Something I Ohana Capital Financial. It was the creation of a man named James Wolfgram, a self-described cryptocurrency billionaire who posted pictures of a sports car that supposedly belonged to him, but in fact, according to a federal indictment, all of the wealth was a sham. The sports car pictures were from other websites. And his business sold what were billed as high-tech cryptocurrency mining rigs, but those were a hoax (laughs) because their screens just ran on a loop to create the illusion of mining. (laughs) This guy is the coolest person on earth. He sold fake (laughs) Bitcoin mining rigs and stole a million dollars from people like your dad. It's so cool, dude. Oh
2: my god, can we, we have, get one?
3: I want one so bad. I want a fake mining rig that just loops the same picture of like
2: that <laughs> could be that's like the new level list. Yeah.
3: So yeah, that guy's my hero. Uh, he's never done anything wrong and we have to protect him.
0: I didn't even know about Rebel Girl Same.
2: Whatever. I would uh I would love to help raise money for his legal defense, but you know. <laughs> How just fucking dumb you bed. gotta be to give this guy money? How fucking
0: he's dumb? You
3: it's a billionaire tweeting pictures of Watch like sports me. cars? Some guy's like, oh, this guy seems legit. Here's a million dollars. He's like, oh, thanks, man. I'll hold that for you. I'm sure your <laughs> conservative comic book hero movie's gonna be great. Let me just uh, pocket this.
2: <laughs> your Honor, it wasn't me. It was the invisible hand <laughs> exactly. of the free market. Yeah. That's who stole the That's money. That's what you
0: wanted. <laughs> That's what we all wanted. Well, <sighs> absolutely. Well... Uh, let's move on here to what we watched recently. Uh, Alex, you want to, all right, I'll be right back. All right. I don't usually cut for time because, uh, you know, more content is better content. I've only cut for time at uh, a couple moments, but I might be cutting for time in and ahead for this one just because, uh, I have a feeling I might go long here longer than I ought to this movie is kind of tough to talk about uh it's a very oh. controversial movie when i say controversy i don't know if i define it the same way that everyone else does but my thing about controversy is not just like oh a lot of people are up in arms about it but a lot of people really like it that to me is controversy and uh it's a movie parker i don't think you've ever seen it's called lean on me and it stars morgan freeman have you ever heard of this Um, uh,
3: it sounds familiar but it sounds generic let me look it up right later. yeah that makes
0: sense this is a, a very infamous movie, as well it ought to be. This movie came out in 1989, and it is based on a true story of one principal Joe Clark, uh, who will at some point be compared to Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Eastside oh. High School was oh, no. a <laughs> Eastside High School was a real high school. It might still be real. I don't know. Uh, but it was a real high school. And in the 1950s, everything was hunky-dory. The students were all interested in learning math and, I don't know, Latin. And they were all lily white. And they and the boys wore ties to school. And uh, the girls, they wore skirts that were beneath their knees. And one of their teachers was Joe Clark, who had an Afro, wore a dashiki, and was into, like, black nationalism and politics and, you know, social awakening and stuff like that. Which is probably good for, like, you know, white students to get, a, like, some exposure to that. Anyway, he gets fired for... Uh, you can guess, and uh, <laughs> Eastside High is no longer very much fun as time passes to 1989. The movie shows that opening scene. It's like, oh, and then Joe Clark left, and now Eastside High School looks like this. And you're probably going to laugh here, and that's fair. They start playing "Welcome to the Jungle," oh, and no, 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 no. Suddenly, uh, you got. You know, students dealing drugs, students having sex, uh, students, you know, killing each other in the school, and the percentage of white students in the school is strikingly low, and uh, I, I get what they're trying to communicate, and I looked it up, and uh, actually, yeah, it was about that bad, possibly worse, but when you play Welcome to the Jungle there, I'm like, alright, come on, that's a, it's a bit on the nose, you know? That, Two on the nose. Perhaps. In a way that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I get it. But also when I was watching it, it's kind of a really well done scene. It's it's exactly the way that you're... about. It almost feels like a roller coaster ride in a way that's like kind of scary. Be like, I'm going to use this reference a lot. Remember the South Park episode? How do I reach these keys? You know? <laughs> what we're looking at in America in 1989 is the same problem we're looking at in America in 2022 it's hard to teach kids like students test scores are way down so there is a problem with education in this country how do we address this uh well the mayor is chomping on a cigar and says i'm not gonna win my next re-election he's thumbing his suspenders and everything unless we get these students back in school send for joe clark who's teaching at uh, an all-white preschool and he's like having like he's like having a good time there it's just like why do i want to go back to Eastside high school you guys fired me that's like i don't want to go back and work for you guys you guys suck and the guy who fired is like come on don't you want to make something of your life and i don't mean to speak from experience here but like don't ever say that shit to a teacher teaching is like one of the best things you could possibly do for your fellow man don't fucking say that to him anyway he's like damn i guess he got me there and he decides he will go be the principal at east side high and he's walking into halls, and he's just kind of looking around like, what the fuck? Where'd all the crackers go? And it really does look awful. If I went to school there, I just, I would probably drop out. I would, because I don't want to get fucking killed. And also, like, I was a nerd, so I would, like, actually care about my grades. Anyway. Oh, so, I have
3: a fucking target on my back. Right, looking. yeah. My God. <laughs> so. I'm eating my lunch out of a locker every yeah. day. Not my choice.
0: Yeah. Uh The performances in this are actually good. One kid actually gets locked into a locker and he's screaming to be let out of there. He sounds fucking terrified. It was scarier than any of the horror movies I watched on the list this week. Save for maybe one, I don't know. Anyway, uh, he calls a meeting with all of his staff and the word fascist is somewhat overused today. A lot of people use the word fascist as like a catch-all for here's something I don't like. You know, a lot of people don't call, especially like Republican politicians, fascists. It's like, they're not fascists they wish they were but they don't even they don't even have the wherewithal to be fascist you know joe clark was a fascist holy shit he was an autocrat he was a dictator he was in his words he was the hnic the head the head and hockey night in canada (laughs) The one of the black teachers has to explain the uh, the head n word in charge. <laughs> and I was like, like, I just
3: want credit for not uh, when he said autocrat for not saying Decepticon. I feel like I really have grown <laughs> a lot during this show.
0: Thank you. So he, in his meeting, he really arbitrarily fi- fires the uh, the assistant, or he demotes the uh, head football coach to assistant and promotes the assistant to head football coach. Why? Because we're not winning enough games. Oh, it's Morgan Freeman plays the Joe Clark anyway. Uh, in his meetings, he dictates, uh, no one is allowed to talk except for him. So, uh, really getting some input in there. The first thing he asks for is a list of all the students who are like in fights and gangs and prostitution and are dealing drugs, doing drugs, etc. He calls a big meeting, you know, well, those student like meetings, you know, they're all in the auditorium. He puts all those kids on the list on, uh, the stage. And then he promptly expels every single one of them. Says, you don't want to learn? You don't got to come to school. He actually did this in real life. This is not like uh, dramatic purposes. He actually did this sort of thing. And on the one hand, speaking as a teacher, I've kind of been there before. I kind of feel like, look, if you're not going to put in any effort here, for here it's go out on the streets. I don't have any need for you. But also, it's your job, you know? Your job is to reach these kids. And he's not even trying. So uh, the other students are just like, Hey, good riddance. Those guys suck. I don't want to get killed. And the parents are very upset. My child didn't do anything wrong. It'd be like, your kid was on the list. Uh, it's right here, so that's just the way it goes. Uh, anyway, he goes to school the next day, and who's way outside but uh, some little fat kid who's uh, who's a freshman. And he was one of the expelled kids. He's like kind of crying. He's like, please let me back into school. I promise I won't do any more drugs. I-, I promise I'll behave myself and I'll learn. I can't go back to my mom and tell her I got expelled. I'll get in so much trouble he says no I don't believe you uh, I don't think that uh, you will you know I what, give me a reason to believe you It's like, and the kid's just just like, kind of crying he says well, come on wait. grabs the kid by the collar drags him up the stairs brings him to the roof of the school points to the ground and says jump Joe Clark tried to kill this kid
1: <laughs>
0: now I don't know if he did this in real life I hope this was like a dramatic thing but right off the bat I'm just like whoa whoa wait kid don't do it don't do it I don't want to say it and the kid's like no I don't want to kill myself he's like then why are you doing drugs if he could just jump off the school, oh, he'd do it a lot fuck faster. Fuck off. Yeah, and I, he actually does that in the thing. So here. I didn't like
3: the part where he asked Des Bryant if his mom was a prostitute. Yeah. I thought that also crossed <laughs> the line.
0: So he actually did this, uh, or at least in the movie he did this. And apparently black audiences, parents in particular, really liked that scene. Uh, they thought that was good parenting. I disagree. I don't think that uh, that's really uh, helpful. But anyway, he lets the kid back in school and says, "I got my eye on you." In which case, if I was a kid, I would be in the library every second of the day. You know. Uh, what else does he do? Uh, he make he mean he was he he makes every single person in the school memorize the school song. Did you have a school song besides Dixie where you went?
3: <laughs> uh yeah, but I uh, I can't <laughs> really repeat them. <laughs> uh, it was we, composed by a johnny rebel
0: <laughs> ask your dad <laughs> right yeah uh we did not have a school song at my school because anyway he makes everyone uh recite it and when they recite it everyone in the school has to be like the stock still don't move you know one that of his teachers sucks. bends down to pick up a piece of trash and he immediately fires him that was the assistant football coach he was just like he didn't obey my orders and he'd get out of the school now you might be thinking to yourself well chris uh joe clark played by morgan freeman sounds like an asshole does he uh does he is he portrayed that way no quite the opposite he is portrayed as a good hero he is like wow that's the that's a man with a plan right there what a great idea other greatest hits uh he fires the uh what was it he he goes into the 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 music room and he fires the uh the school's music teacher I don't know why he does this, uh, he just oh, cool. <laughs> he just does it, uh, I, I'm really not sure why, and she was like a good teacher, like people actually liked her, <laughs> he just fires her, and the movie can't even defend that one, the movie's just like, I don't fucking know, whatever. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, oh yeah, uh, so for the school song, there's like a, a gang, but they're not really a gang, they're more like... They're just a group of black kids. <laughs> <We kind> of <laughs> they, they can't just be doing, like, the West Side Story snapping your fingers. It's only you're a gang, you know? Uh, anyway, he confronts them in a the bathroom and says, uh, repeat the school song. And they start singing it like a doo-wop sort of Temptations thing. And it, it actually sounds really nice. And the movie does a fake-out thing where he drags them all to uh, the school's uh, new music teacher, who's black. And, and there was actually a funny slapstick scene, where, which is very cruel. He takes that fat kid, who's just always there, and accidentally slams him into, like, the side of a door before bringing him into the school. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> then he gets a shit kicked out of him in this movie. Anyways, it's like, Did you teach him this new school song? And she's like, what? And he's like, dude, I give you my permission to teach them this new school song. And she's like, no, I just like look, they like this new song. It's got rhythm to it. It's got a beat. And he's like, well, I want everyone to know it in English and Spanish, this is the new school song. And everyone starts cheering for him like it's a 90s movie. And he just won the, the school's <laughs> go-kart race or something. <laughs> And uh, he he starts walking around the school with a baseball bat. He actually did this. Oh no! <laughs> he actually did this, and the press is like, "Hey, what's the deal? You can't just do that." And he's just like, "Well, everyone calls me a dictator. Now they can call me Batman." And I'm like, "Oh, great." <laughs> he uh, sounds cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, like people, he's like, "I don't want people spying on us while we're in school. Lock all the doors." So he actually padlocks all the doors. You might be thinking to yourself, "That's got to be a fire code regulation, you know, violation right there." Indeed, it is. That is uh, effectively his comeuppance. Uh, one of the teachers uh, doesn't like that uh, her son got expelled for probably killing people, and uh, they catch him in the act of uh, locking all the doors. And he's portrayed in the school as a barter. There is a key line in this movie that really stuck with me because all this while he's in jail. All the, st- all the school students marched to the jail. He actually has a good line about this. He's like, you don't realize, you all black, the, the, they're not going to treat this as a protest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that fat kid says, uh, one of the, the parents is like, you don't understand. He's, a, he's not a good principal. And that fat kid says, we don't want a good principal. We want Joe Clark. This is how dictatorships happen. This is how fascism rises. Because you say, you don't want someone good. You want a fighter, you know? And I understand the students who did like him. I actually... There's something in my brain that makes sense that some people respond well to that sort of teaching, you know? A lot of students don't, though. This is a movie that looks at the problems of American education and says, well, here's a solution. It may not be the right solution. Maybe it's only partially right. Maybe it only works for some of these things. But, hey, I don't see you guys coming up with any bright ideas. And so far, America doesn't have any bright ideas for education. I will say this... uh, there's actually kind of a lot to like about this movie. The performances are really good. There's a scene in which there's a young girl who, she's got really good grades. She's actually really smart. She actually likes Joe Clark. But then her grades start slipping. He's like, why are your grades slipping? She says, I got kicked out of my house. I got nowhere to live. He's like, how could that be? He takes her to her house and sees her mother there. And he's, he's like, she says, you don't want her around anymore. What's going on? The mother reveals that she is recovering uh, from drug addiction and she's going through withdrawal and she doesn't want her daughter to see her that way. It brought a tear to my eye because it is so well performed and there's a lot of pathos in this this movie for all its sins which primarily is a distorting history and B showing uh Joe Clark to be a good person I think those that, that is sinful this movie actually does care about kids this movie actually looks at kids and says this is a real problem I mean these kids deserve better and we need to do the best that we can so I don't know if I like it and the thing is, I, I feel like if you were to watch, you'd be like, What the fuck? This guy's awful. And that that's a very defensible position. And if you were to watch this and come away with the opposite impression that, like, oh, uh, this guy actually had some good ideas, I, I could understand that, too. Although, I'd be very hesitant to agree with that. Because this is the first time where I went onto Letterboxd and I saw way too many right-wing reviews. There's so many people saying Joe Clark did nothing wrong. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So i don't know uh lean on me pretty good movie uh but also you
3: should have thrown more bad. kids from that roof yeah.
0: <laughs> there's probably a lot of people who are looking at that that's the sort of thing where if, like you were to show it to uh, fucking steven crowder or whoever like those right-wing pundits or whatever they'd be like liberals want to cancel this so whatever uh oh i watched something else uh because i was so nice to you give you a good assignment you did something similar to me i watched blood simple now, yeah, I have dude. some bad news. Uh, I accidentally uh, watched this at home before realizing that they're showing this at the Alamo on the big screen, so oh, missed out. Blood Simple is uh, is blood good. I happen to like this one. This is uh, very well performed. I love seeing M.M. at Walsh as, uh, I guess, just you. Just um, a
3: real piece of shit.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know, every once in a while we make fun of your voice in good feelings, of course. But Parker, I almost need subtitles for this. Does everyone in yeah, Texas dude. actually talk like this? No, 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 no. I mean, this everyone I mean, sounds half like of boom us power. are.
3: half of us are California transplants at this point. Yeah. But no, it's not. There's some that come in from the country country and you're like, that's you might as well be fucking speaking Klingon, dude. This isn't real <laughs> I don't know What the fuck you're saying to
0: me? Well, we'll get to Klingon. Uh oh. Now, Blood Simple's actually pretty good. I had a good time with this one. Uh, I think you can see the early like gestation of the stuff that the Coen brothers like to do, like uh, repetition as humor, uh, uh, a story that twists and turns, you never really know quite where it's going to go, very well-written dialogue, uh, people that you can't really trust. I, I like this movie. I think it's good. I don't think it's one of their best, and it's kind of interesting. Both the Coen brothers hate this movie, but like i don't know get over it this movie's actually yeah, all right
3: such a good debut
0: yeah oh yeah for sure all right uh next one i'll keep this short uh, a couple of these short actually uh i watched puppet master the original
3: uh oh, hell yeah dude
0: I, I thought this was the one with greg sestero turns out that's a different sequel so oh
3: there's that's a long ways off <laughs>
0: yeah uh puppet master kind of sucks actually i know it was uh, correct it was bad. yeah that guy but is it hair. gives you that
3: it gives me the feeling of like just being at home on a sunday and be like well it's on the sci-fi channel
0: yeah I didn't know it was a direct-to-video, so that was interesting. Yeah, that
3: whole franchise.
0: Right, well, it I just puts I to me squirrely in, like, movie.
3: 1997 of, yeah. like, yeah, this is just on TV in yeah. October.
0: Now, for the list, it's always surprising when I come across a movie that I liked more than you. I'm like, wow, really? What's happening to my brain? But then it's nice to to come crashing down to Earth and be like, oh, Parker like this? I couldn't stand it. The original Correct. version of The Woman in Black, uh, I... I can't get into this one, dude. I thought this one was very, very boring. And you it's said something like so that. Slow. I liked your review where you said that if you watched this as a kid, maybe even a British kid, your life would have been pre-woman in black and post-woman in black because Correct. it would have terrified you. And I can understand that, but I don't know if I would have been able to stay awake as a kid, man. This movie is not for I can't for me.
3: tell you how many people that are like a generation up from us that grew up there. We'll talk about that movie as, like, this defining, like, this just aired on TV one night. It's the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen. So I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, and I like the remake better. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I was going to say,
0: yeah, the Daniel Radcliffe one, that's got some really good jump scares in it. I would recommend that one. I can't believe I'm recommending a horror remake.
3: Like, if I was a sweet little British lad watching Channel 4 and that show came on, absolute ruin my life. No questions about it. Yeah. I don't but know. Yeah, the, gonna watch it again.
0: I don't know the name of this guy, but top ten mad scientist of all time has to be the guy from the Reanimator movies, the Brian oh, Yosa things. Because uh, I watched Bride of Reanimator, yeah, that guy dude. is he is Bruce Campbelling his way through this movie, and I love it. I I the more of these the better, except for Frankenhooker. Could not get into that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I
3: I watched Bride of Reanimator last week. That is a beautifully stupid, disgusting
0: movie. Absolutely you know what else is beautifully disgusting besides the joker uh <laughs> jim henson's the witches <laughs> uh Dude, i so like i grew up with it mm-hmm. and
3: i tried to rewatch it as an adult not great no absolutely but it's another one where you just put yourself like as a kid and like, yeah, it's like a five star. How the fuck did a studio let him make this nightmare movie for children?
0: Dude, that's the thing that gets me about it is like, yeah, it doesn't really work for me. Like, fucking whatever. I guess I blame Roald Dahl for that because, uh, fuck him. He's an anti-Semite. But The Witches is interesting because once you see Angelica Houston's makeup, she genuinely looks like one of the Skeksis. And I look at that like, that is an effect that would never happen today. And you actually put that in your review on Letterboxd. You're just like, yeah, it's old had to say they would never make this movie today, but they never would and i feel like we're missing something
3: ever see a theatrical release yeah ever this would never be a big studio release from a named director like this movie's a fucking nightmare
0: also i want to point out roald dahl must have really hated fat kids because there's a fat kid in this movie who's like approaching no retreat no surrender levels he's he's, this kid's whole personality is he just eats And he gets turned to Oh my god.
3: A fat Jewish kid? That's like Frieza with Saiyans, dude. It is fucking on-site. He's ready to fight these kids.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Alright, now one that you told me I needed to get to, uh, which I am glad that I did. This is Creepshow 3, aka Tales from the Dark Side the Movie. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, so much better than Creepshow 2, I'll tell you what. It's really good, (laughs) honestly. So, right off the bat, when you tell me Debbie Harry's in it, I'm just like, oh, I might have to pay attention. And uh, she's really good. I'm like, damn, I loved her in Rock and Roll. and also in this. <laughs> she plays, I guess, a witch or something, and she's in the like the wraparound segment, like the framing segment. Damn, she's really, she's gonna bake this kid to a pot pie. And even that kid is pretty good. And I really like the ending that they do. He's like, don't you just love Happy? I was like, damn it, that was great. I fucking, I thought that was cool. The stories are good too. They're very well acted. Uh, they, they're they interesting. So much more interesting than the ones in Creepshow 2. Uh, the only thing that I liked about Creepshow 2, I guess, is the raft. And I do defend the, <laughs> the fucking Indian one. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tales of the Dark Side of the movie is, this is actually pretty interesting. Not interesting enough to get me to actually watch the show. But uh, yeah, I fine. I did enjoy this one. I think this one. A was lot a- of
3: a lot of that guys in every single segment, which is what you want out of an anthology horror. Yeah, pretty. So like much. open strong with Steve Buscemi, Christian Slater and also a mummy. Yeah. That's an immediate 3 star, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I I had a good time with that one. Uh, the one
3: with the whole segment is trying hiring an assassin to kill a cat. That's d- good stuff. Yeah, I'd that- love to see it. <laughs> Do you
0: think that was based on a, an H.P. Lovecraft story? You <laughs> got confused. You can't with let actual... my secret out. <laughs> <laughs> I killed your cat.
3: My what? <laughs> you were supposed to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't stop doing the. You know, I don't have anything against Negronis. To Alex, the whole day, <laughs> she didn't. Of course, you that. have to. I'm yeah. sure
3: she didn't, but S- she knew.
0: Speaking of cats, I watched uh, the last movie from Lucio Fulci. Ugh. This is called a cat in the brain. Uh, it was made for a hundred thousand dollars in nineteen ninety, so you can imagine what it looks like.
3: Oh boy! <laughs> it's, uh, it was
0: built as the horror equivalent to eight and a half. Another movie I had no time for. Uh, this movie is not great. The basic idea is Lucio Fulci plays himself, and after making all those horror movies, maybe he's going insane and actually killing people. Who could give a fuck? Uh, I, I I do not like it, Sam. I am, uh, but. The next one I watched is more interesting, but also absolutely not a horror movie. I don't know what's doing on here. And certainly not a thriller. This is called The Reflecting Skin. The only reason it's on this list is because uh, there's a vampire in it. And also uh, Viggo Mortensen is in it. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now, I actually thought this movie kind of blows. It's just kind of boring. It's kind of like Days of Heaven, but... There's a vampire who also doesn't like bite anyone or suck anyone's blood, so the fuck is the point? But there was one thing, uh, there was one quote that uh, that stuck with me. I actually think it's one of the best quotes I've ever heard in a movie. Oh, God. I didn't know the character, the character's name is Dolphin Blue. All right. So try to take this quote seriously. She says, do my reading voice. It's also horrible, you know, the nightmare of childhood, and it only gets worse. One day you'll wake up and you'll be past it. Your beautiful skin will wrinkle and shrivel up. You'll lose your hair, your sight, your memory. Your blood will thicken, teeth turn yellow and loose. You'll start to stink and fart and all your friends will be dead. You'll succumb to arthritis, angina, senile dementia. You'll piss yourself, shit yourself, drool at the mouth. Just pray that when this happens, you've got someone to love you. Because if you're loved... You'll still be young. It must be nice. The next one I watched was <laughs> Hardware. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dude. Fucking talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After watching something like The Reflecting Skin, where you're just like, God, this is the longest 94 minutes of my life, you put on Hardware, which is clearly made for about $7.50. And it's basically Mad Max 3.5 and Terminator 1.5. They just sort of, like, smushed them together. Dude, I had such a good... Especially the opening. I think I like the opening more than anything else. It's just nice to see that sort of desert-set, post-apocalypse sort of world. It's like, just because Mad Max did it doesn't mean you can't do it. If you're going to rip off someone, then might as well rip off someone good. And uh, I like that there is a killer robot. That's good. I did not like the fat guy. He was too gross for me. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, hardware rules. I uh, I like that one. That's <laughs> so that's fun. Oh, boy, next one. Okay, so remember how uh, Olivia Newton-John died? Uh, not how she died. You know that she did die, I guess. She was the woman in...
3: Was she the one where I thought she died like five years ago and then she died this year? Or was that someone else? That could be like eight people, dude. Okay, fair right. enough.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, Olivia Newton-John died. Uh, she was the one who was in Greece. She's saying, you're the one that I want with uh, John Travolta. Well
3: Oh and Xanadu, of course.
0: And Xanadu, which I actually I've had multiple opportunities to watch at the Alamo and I was just like, "Eh." So Life's too short. Right, exactly. Uh but not too short to watch two of a kind. This is a movie that the other Alex really wanted. Oh, you did hang out with Alex. Exactly, yeah, she came over. Uh so she was like, Oh yeah, let's watch this. Uh she put a gun to my head and said, We're gonna watch it. Uh Two of a Kind came out in 1983, which I believe is five years after Greece, so the studio was like, hey, what if we pair these two together? Make some money. This is like the lowest quality production I've ever fucking seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> the basic uh, plot premise here is God is pissed. He looks at the world and says, oh, what gives? This sucks. I'm going to kill all the people. And uh, a bunch of angels, one of which is played by Scatman Crothers at perhaps his blackest. And uh, another (laughs) angel is played by... How do you mean, sir? (laughs) He's... I did an impression of his voice and I sounded like Bill Cosby. <laughs>
3: is he uh, is he uh, teaching at a school right
0: now? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, also, Charles Durning is one of the other ghosts, so I'm sure there's a lovely interplay between those two. He looks, and God's like, okay, uh, friendly wager. If you can find the worst two people in the world and get them to end up with each other, then uh, I'll save humanity. And he, they pick Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. There is so much people thought oh this movie has special effects because the movie will rewind itself and they think that's like really innovative it's not it's just like the shittiest thing you've ever seen it's like really embarrassing how much like rewinding there is in here uh olivia newton uh, what's the plot? okay uh, olivia newton john works at a bank uh, uh john travolta is an inventor right off the bat you're losing me and he owes a lot of money to some loan sharks uh, $13,464 don't know why I remember that that's why I do well in the SAT uh, He, uh, as long as my teams do well uh, he, uh, <laughs> he he's like oh I got a great idea instead of inventing something that will make me a lot of money because he's not a very good inventor he goes through the bank and uh, he tries to uh, hold up the bank by the way a little trivia here He goes to the first bank teller, who is not Olivia Newton-John, and he says, I just came to your checkout car, because you are the foxiest girl here. And she says, my lane's closed, and just leaves and goes on break. That was his real-life sister. (laughs) Good for her. Yeah, well, she got got hit on by her brother. Anyway, he goes to Olivia Newton-John, who is... She's just not even trying with the American accent anymore. She's just being Australian. And I feel like the directors are making fun of her because in her apartment she has a picture of the Queen. She has a picture of, like, an Australian film festival. And she has... She has boomerangs on her wall. That's a good bit. (laughs) If I made a movie... If I made a movie over in Australia, would they they put lacrosse sticks up on the wall or something? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid. Anyway, I... so it's such a bunch of Boston strong flag, right? Exactly. He tries to hold the bank, and she thinks he's cute. And uh, she, instead, he she gives him a, a bag full of like blank uh, pieces of paper, and she instead steals the money for herself. And she gets fired, and she never gets arrested for this. The police are never really looking for her. Uh, anyway, uh, they go on dates and have fun with each other. It's incredibly stupid. Also, Oliver Reed, whose face is approaching Robert Zadar levels plays the devil in this. There was a very funny moment where he he briefly sings a a snippet of the Beatles song, Rain. I don't know if you know that one, but it's uh, the first song where they started doing, like, uh, backwards voices and stuff like that, and they used, like, special effects and everything. And the trivia section on IMDb says, this is an implication that the devil was the one who corrupted the Beatles and made them use all the special effects. It was like, maybe Oliver Reed was drinking. That's probably more. Exactly. Anyway, after that leap! My God, the
3: leap that people take.
0: Some people, yeah, I, don't, I don't, Why defend this movie? Be like, yeah, the directors thought they did something. No, they didn't. The directors were cashing in. Uh, it ends in a happy ending. It's one of the stupidest movies I've ever seen in my life. Very embarrassing. So we decide, hey, let's go to uh, the Alamo, try to salvage this night, and watch Black Adam. Psych! Oh, got him. No, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street, part one. Uh which is really good. Uh, still holds up. I the special effects in that movie are fucking incredible, dude. Like it yeah, I fucked visually, love that movie. yeah. With all my heart. So do I. Like that. That's like one of the ones where I watched. it Was like fuck. They have some good movies on this list. That it, like it totally holds up with like the, just the visuals. Like, Wes Craven had a plan. It's like okay, it should look like this, and we're not going to stop until it actually looks like this. And I, I really appreciated that. I I think that works out. I don't think that you should have cast. Johnny Depp as a jock. I think that's one of the silliest things I've ever seen in my life. But, uh, look, I like it. I That's a movie that scares me more than other movies for two big reasons. One of the ones is uh, horrific imagery. This is the imagery that, that scares me from, like, Silent Hill, the boiler room, the rusty grates and everything. The, the body bag being dragged from the school hallway with the blood dripping from it. That is scary. The scene with Amanda Wiss getting slashed apart on the roof of her uh, bedroom that's horrifying and it's done so well the other reason that it works is it's a sort of movie where you turn it off and you turn off the lights and you close your eyes and you know you're going to have nightmares and i guess it's meta in that way i don't even like the word meta but like that's the one that makes me think the same way that i've talked about this before the same thing about halloween that scares people it's not the idea of getting stabbed it's that silhouette that you see out of the corner of your eye and you look back and it's not there anymore that's what's scary. That Those little things that stick in your head. Same thing with Psycho. The shower scene. People lock their doors when they take a shower now. So, Nightmare on Elm Street still holds up. I really like the pre-show because there was a lot of rap songs. A lot of people wanted to rap about Freddie. I, I want to make uh, something clear to all the rappers who are listening, and I know they are. If your rap does not begin with, my name is X and I'm here to say, then I'm not listening. Because I don't know who you are and I don't know what you're going to talk about.
3: Introduce yourself. Yes. What's they, your topic today?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and go. There's like a little ding. I'm the uh, yeah. baby,
3: and I'm here to say.
0: <laughs> I'm here to fuck guys in a major way. <laughs> there was one with like these three guys. Who were, they were so fat, dude. They look like the fat guys from the Johnny Bravo thing. Remember this is got wrappers. <laughs> stop thinking about it, dude. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street actually good. Uh, what else? I watched uh, more Star Trek: The Next Generation. Turns out it's like actually pretty good. I'm having a good time with this. There's so much more of it than I expected. So I'm gonna try to fast track it as much as I can because I'm. I have an outside chance of finishing the list by year's end. I might actually be able to
3: pull this. Yeah, off. you're close. Yeah, because a lot of the newer stuff you'll already have just because. You were alive
0: Yeah uh, I don't know It's kind of tough Because uh, again There's a lot of TNG There's seven seasons Of this shit And I'm only on season four Uh, You're
3: about to start Getting right to the Late 90s word There's nothing good In America So I was like Well Hope you like subtitles Yeah I just uh, All these movies Are going to be Japanese and Korean Oh
0: well One of the ones I just had Was John Carpenter's (laughs) Vampires Oof Yeah That's on the list Yeah that's on the list You know what else Is on the list Is The Stand That's going to be Like a long one Because that's a miniseries And Rose Red those shouldn't count unfortunately they do the longest one is The Kingdom That uh, the only thing I ever liked by that director what was the director the guy who uh, the guy I hate
3: you have to narrow that down yeah Uh,
0: that fucking piece of shit guy he did the the Dogma 95 thing oh Kevin Smith no it's not Kevin (laughs) Lars von Trier Kevin Smith Dogma 95 no no fucking damn it (laughs) actually those those are also in my future because I I gotta sign them Anyway, uh, I also, I decided i take a break from the horror movies and from Assignments and from uh, uh, TNG to watch another series that I remember from high school. Ken Burns' The Civil War. Or as you learned it, Ken Burns' War of Northern Aggression.
3: That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ken Burns' The War of Yeah, it was only a couple states. episodes
3: wrong. I don't know why it cut off so <laughs> abruptly.
0: You know, it's interesting you say that. I actually, I, I fucked up when I downloaded it. Which is legal, by the way, because it's public domain, because it's on PBS uh which is where you could just watch it if you want to watch it normally uh i accidentally skipped an episode so they suddenly started talking about gettysburg and i live kind of near gettysburg so i was like that's not how it happened and i had to like oh fuck i skipped episode four this is a lot longer than i expected this is an 11 hour documentary so this is a long time but i also i just like it i just like the way that it looks i like the songs that they play in the background. Uh, it does not make me want to join a war, I'll tell you that, because this is another documentary that does a great job of just showing how terrible war is, but it also makes a point of this war was not senseless. This war had a sense to it. This war had a point. There is a good reason why we had this war. And once, yes, states right. Yeah, exactly. To own people. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> uh, it, but it does. It, it really is very, very sad, and just the, the loss of life. Uh, but the, it also makes clear that liberty was at stake and that's really important it also does a good job not playing both sides but portraying both sides and the humanity of the south of the confederacy is a major point it's, it's important to look at these people not as monsters but as humans so that we can be reminded of this is how far we can sink that we would take up arms to own other people and you can't you can just say oh i'm just better than those people you got to be reminded that you have to be better than these people. So uh, I actually, I do like it. I'm not done with it yet because i got to go back and watch episode four, I guess. But uh, I also like the music. And i tell you the other thing that I actually liked about it is every once in a while you get a shot of like a nice field as the sun is rising. You get the, like the purple sky and everything. And it, it reminds me of all the times I've actually gone out to those battlefields or like when I was like a, a Boy Scout and stuff like that. It's like that little feeling, about five seconds, that's a good feeling. Then they make you, like, do dishes and, like, pack up your tent and stuff like that. And then you're like, well, this is why God invented the Nintendo 64, so.
3: Back then, this is how you the churn your own butter. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I have a save on Spyro 2 <laughs> if we can get back home. I don't give a fuck about this.
0: Yeah, that those are the stuff that makes... Oh, thank God for running water. Uh, Absolutely. They, they talk about hard tech way too much in this fucking movie. Um, oh, so they say it. Anyway, uh, last one here is I watched... Probably the second best movie of the year. And it's a foreign movie. And it's over two hours. And it was mm-hmm. not RRR. Alex, when you're listening to this, bam! How does he do it? He just keeps getting them, folks. Shitted on them. No, My God. this is Park Chan-wook's decision to leave. Which is, oh shit, is that out? Dude, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's at the Angelica. I couldn't even see it at the Alamo. I finally got a chance to Damn. see this one. I was really excited for this and... Boy, was it good! It is so much fun. Now it's weird for me to say that because uh, Parks and Recreation have been like kind of on and off with him because the last movie I saw from him was Stoker and Stoker did nothing for me. I just could not. Yeah, but that's like it. a fifteen years old. That's okay, fair. And but this movie before that I really liked. I loved Handmaiden. I loved uh, Old Boy, and I loved uh, Joint Security Area. So Decision to Leave is kind of... It doesn't even podium, but Fourth Place really isn't so bad when you're my favorite working director. I'm going to tell you half of the plot. This isn't really a spoiler, because kind of like The Handmaiden, this is more like a first half, second half movie, and you know there's going to be a twist later on. The first half of this movie concerns a detective. It takes place in Korea. Uh, It concerns a detective, the youngest inspector on the force, and a young woman. This young woman's husband... Is uh, He's found dead at the bottom of a mountain. And they suspect foul play. They suspect maybe he was pushed off. And this this woman, his wife, is very, very suspicious. She's also very cute. And the director, who's married, is uh, kind of into her. And he does not cheat on his wife with her, but he's very clearly flirting with her. And he is sharing intimate moments with her. And I kind of like the fact that they never... I don't. I don't even think they kiss in this movie until uh, the very end. Know, whatever. But uh, they don't have sex. All right, this guy is uh, married to Same. his wife, and uh, but they they share some emotional moments, and they, you feel like they are developing a connection. And you, the, as you're watching, you're like, "This is a part-time movie. I know I can't trust her. There's no way that I could do this." Eventually, when he figures something out, he figures out that at some point she switched phones and she took, there was like a fitness tracker that says she took 138 flights of steps, which would have been the exact amount needed to climb to the top of that mountain and push her husband off. And he confronts her and she admits it. And it's like, yeah, I killed him because he was beating me. And uh, if you guys had arrested him, then I would have been shipped back to China. And uh, I don't want to go back to China. I want to live in Korea. And uh, he feels too strongly for her to arrest her. So he says, take the phone with all the evidence and go. And as he leaves, uh, he, he says to her, you've left me shattered. And she, she's Chinese Korean. So her Korean, as she always says in the movie, is insufficient. So after he leaves, she she says into her phone, what does shattered mean? It says, broken. And I'm going to leave you with that because that's only half of the movie. Keeps going after that. And... There is a twist, uh, that I I should have seen coming, but the reason I didn't see it coming is because I was so into the characters and their interaction and everything. The movie did a great job fooling me and in, in a way that movies don't really do very much anymore. This feels like a really classic neo neo noir. It feels like you could see like uh Bogart and bacall doing this sort of thing. And I love the way that it ended because it ended in a way that I don't think a movie would have ended in nineteen forty. I think it would have uh, gone with a safer ending, a little bit happier thing for like the audience, and this one is uh, a little bit more melancholy. It had to end this it's, way. It had to. It's
3: that sucks. It's not playing here, but I can go see the most scathing takedown on the rich and the elite.
0: Dude, that was playing on the theater next to me. <laughs> I was like, I was very upset. Also, I barely made it to this theater. This was a case of miracle driving by me. I walked into the theater the second the movie started playing. So. Shout Hi, out dude. to me and the Mustang. Yeah, it was tough. It was really tough. Uh, the only other thing I watched was that uh, that clip of Beavis a Butthead where uh, the cute girl was flirting with him and he's also dark clothes. Kick his ass! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta watch the rest of that. That clip enough wasn't good enough for me to get in there. Damn, All this right, it's really
3: ain't playing anywhere. That sucks. Yeah,
0: it sucks. All right, uh, what did you watch?
3: <sighs> you know what I fucking watched, <laughs> piece of
0: shit. <laughs> was it really that bad? dude it's
3: okay so first of all the whole movie just the monsters by the way uh everyone 2022 directed by uh bobbert Zombert. <laughs> the entire movie looks like a fucking halloween Eminems commercial. Like it's the ugliest like the sets are kind of cool but every single scene has the most annoying like i don't know just shine a green light and that's your atmosphere not shine a purple light in this room
0: yeah, it's i'm sure stylization
3: yeah, it's very stylized. That's how the original show great. would
0: have looked if they had color back then.
3: Well, it probably would have looked better than this, I promise you. <laughs> I, I try not to read like and just parrot the hackiest reviews, but when enough people say it looks like a porn parody without the porn, <laughs> it's, they're not wrong. Like It's the lowest hanging fruit, but god damn, dude. It it's looks like a not the monsters. <laughs> I'm sure the Sherry... I'm sure Sherry Moon Zombie is a lovely lady. I disagree. I'm sure they get along. I'm sure he loves her. I cannot deal. Hey, you think she's bad in horror movies? Oh. Buddy. Hey, guess you didn't realize this was like a rated PG, all audiences, broad comedy? <laughs> I yeah, knew that. Re- I knew that. Yeah, I didn't, wa- I didn't watch that fucking trailer. So her just playing as broad as possible for an hour forty five.
0: Try not to say that word here. Playing as so Dame sorry. as possible.
3: <laughs> her gams in this film. <laughs>
0: oh, gee, I, I wonder—is there actually a Monster's Porn parody? There's got to be like there six, right? Be.
3: So I also didn't realize this was going to be an origin story of how oh. they met. That's fun. What? I always wondered how Herman Monster piped her down. <laughs> Dude, do you remember Herman Muster's voice? Like the most iconic thing that yeah. like I've never seen an episode of my life, but I know what Herman Muster sounds like.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, he don't sound like that, I promise you. Oh,
0: good.
3: <laughs> he does uh vaudeville. A lot of a lot of fun, snappy one liners. Over and over. I cannot stand Rob Zombie's sense of humor. Is there are, I can barely stand his sense of horror, is but there, his sense of humor. Is there music in this? Uh, not the kind you'd hope for. I was begging for Dragula to play.
0: Can you imagine? I am... Like it just says, that's how we all had ourselves a very monster Christmas. Dig through the ditches and in place of the Christmas.
3: And so... uh, one of the horror discords i am been, they streamed the movie. And like halfway through, they just started playing Hellbilly Deluxe over the dialogue because they couldn't <laughs> take it anymore. I'm very upset I didn't watch it that way. Because my God. I've never heard so many fucking slide whistles in my life, dude. What the It is the unbearable. Fuck? Slide
0: whistles? all oh, over. Like, I don't
3: know who this is for, because it is, like, the broadest comedy that, like, only a baby would laugh at. But you know what babies don't know? The fucking monsters. <laughs> There's no six-year-old that would watch this. This exists only for Rob Zombie and his family. Like, Sherry doing comedy, it's... It's like a fucking... TikTok girl trying to do like sketch comedy. It's she's like, "Okay, I'll have this inflection and always hold my hands up in this weird way, and that'll just be my performance for the whole movie." Every line will have the exact same cadence, the exact same pause between this part and the punchline. It's the same the whole time cuz uh she yeah, spoilers, she's not a comedian.
0: Do you think like when uh, when Rob Zombie? What do you think like their conversations are at home? Do you think when Rob Zombie says, "Yeah, man, I I grew up watching uh, the Munsters, man. You want to be in that movie? Do you know like the character stuff? And like she's over there, like, <clears throat> yeah, sure, baby, I'll do whatever you say." <laughs> <laughs> this that's what
3: Roger screams. Rabbit. It really was. Sorry. <laughs> this fucking screams uh, quarantine movie because there's like five oh, yeah. people in this whole movie. <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> scenes with the extras, but like ninety percent of the movie is just the same three and four people in different, ugly, brightly lit sets,
0: dude. That and it's a fucking it's a monster's origin story. <laughs> like, what do I do with this? You know what's weird though? It's like a monster's origin story sounds like something that they would have made in like the nineties. You know they
3: probably did.
0: No, I don't think they did because I. Just searched uh, Sega for Monsters movies. They didn't have any. They moved into the fucking
3: iconic house in the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, good. Why would we get to see him get married, go on a honeymoon? Uh, Oh, Oh, buddy. So much fun. They go to France and everyone's scared because they're monsters. Like, oh, wow. The people are crazy around here. And it's just over and over and over (laughs) and over. I kept trying to just think of like something nice to say. And I'd be like, you know. This isn't for me, but, like, good on him for just taking Netflix's money like everyone else does yeah. and making this.
0: And then I look and see I still
3: had, like, an hour <laughs> 20 left. I Actually, fuck this. <laughs> fuck this movie.
0: I don't even get it, though, because, like, it, this is going to be, like, a weird thing to tell our kids now. They're going to be like, whoa, there was a Monsters movie in 2022? Oh, I get it, because, like, the Adams Family, that was a huge property. They kept bringing that back. Why not bring back the Monsters? No, no, no. This was a personal project. This was this was Robert Zomber who decided to himself, no, this is just for me. Because he asked, like, who's this movie for? It's for him. Maybe his brother, yeah, I guess. The, yeah, the guy from him. Power Man 5000. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I guess this is what it's like when worlds collide.
3: <sighs> and I'll uh, let you know now. Uh, I watched uh, a good four, 50 minutes of it, and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Came back later with some beers. Did not help. <laughs> The break and alcohol did not improve my experience, even a little bit.
0: I like the idea of you sitting there like fucking like Jack Nicholson just to be like.
3: Yes, and it was over. It was like six o'clock in the afternoon, and I just laid back on the couch and took a nap. I just needed to recharge.
0: Like I was fucking over. Just sleep during the movie. I don't think you could do that though, if not with Sherry Boone's voice like that. I
3: mean, her whole performance is like tiktok girl being like yeah i could do like a kate mckinnon thing oh and then that's no. just the entire movie because boy, let me tell you i think she has the most screen time of anyone oh that might that might shock you of course oh a lot of zingers coming from her oh hey it's it's i don't know if you get this but like they're monsters right yeah so they look scary to normal people that makes sense that's the
0: movie. you like my You
3: know what never gets old for an hour and forty five minutes is them going somewhere and people running away screaming. But that happens off screen because like there's quarantines, you can't have that many people on screen at the same time. So like they're just sitting at the front of a plane and be like, "Wow, it's so nice for them to all give up these first class seats." I don't know why they ran off screaming though. Ha <laughs> ha. And then we just sit there for like five more minutes while so he tries to order drinks from the flight attendant. It's
0: good. You know, It's Rob Zombie is someone to aspire to. He was a terrible singer. He made, like, some songs that sounded kind of cool. And now he just does whatever the fuck he wants. And people are just like, whatever, we have to give him money. Otherwise, he'll curse us or something. And he absolutely does not care what we say on this podcast. He's, like, the only person in the world who doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, exactly. We're so white-hot popular. Yeah, so Sherry Moon, if you're listening... I don't think Rob even listens to you. So, <laughs> how can I he? Mean, this is the kind of movie where it ends. I'm
3: like, yeah, you know, what I take it back. Go back to making your weird, stupid, well, yeah, hellbilly movies. Right, I, don't I don't care. <laughs> I don't know about that. At least I could like see someone get their fucking brains bashed in, and not just see <laughs> Herman Munster wearing a black and white striped shirt and a beret because he's in France for no. 20
0: minutes. <laughs> Oh Parker, I gotta tell you this. Uh, before he signed on, uh, I, Alex and I were talking. He had to, he had to stand up and go because his roommate got stuck again. And uh, <laughs> when he came back, I I couldn't help. It. I had to. It. Come on, Bam, get me out of this corner. I got work in the morning. I won't get done with this.
3: Come on, Bam, we're moving. They want monsters. Oh, come on, <laughs> oh, oh, on Bam, you brought a goddamn Frankenstein next door. Yeah, I don't want to watch Harry
0: Moon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't want to sunk Pops' is dunk <laughs> I'm getting purple all over my face <laughs>
0: I was plumb surprised <laughs> <laughs> sorry this is a realist show Alex has got a side back <laughs> so
3: uh, yeah, congrats Rob Zombie for getting money to make this congrats for loving your wife I guess. Yeah, I mean, he has to, right? I don't know.
0: I do you think like maybe his ears reason? were destroyed with all the concerts and stuff, and like maybe he just, whenever she speaks, it's just like tinnitus. He's just like, yeah, whatever.
3: <laughs> Great take. I really felt the pathos there. That was good. I don't
0: think Rob uses the word pathos. <laughs> I don't think that's it.
3: <laughs> Man, I fucking hated. This. <laughs> Appreciate
0: it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll no, be feeling this for weeks to come. Oh, I know. Oh, boy. Well,
3: Absolute. Speaking of coming, what else did you watch?
0: Well, you know what?
3: A lot of those are just rewatches. But I will say um, relationships are all about, you know, compromise. Whenever
0: this happens, it's another sometimes, movie.
3: Sometimes, it's close enough. Yeah. Sometimes you watch something you want to watch, and she's like, hey, I want to watch something. So sometimes you log into HBO Max, and she sees... DC League of Super Pets on the home screen and you're like okay oh I
0: heard about this I never saw a single trailer for this
3: yeah neither did I
0: I guess because we don't watch G-rated movies at the Alamo
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm really tired of hearing The Rock's voice
0: I'm really fucking sick of them oh boy well next week's episode is gonna hurt with Black Adam (laughs) it's like look not good but like it's
3: a perfectly serviceable movie with cute animals it's whatever
0: yeah it doesn't seem even like vaguely offensive
3: what if I told you that this movie in which uh, uh, the rock voice is Superman's dog and he's the main character the movie ends with a post-credits tease for Black Adam (laughs) is it really? (laughs) (laughs) it's the funniest fucking thing
1: in the world
3: this stupid ass movie about talking animals Getting superpowers ends And a portal opens and Black Adam's dog Comes in and explains who Black Adam is What is a what dog The Black- dog also has The Rock's voice Cause The Rock is Black Adam So he's just talking in a deeper voice Explaining to children what an anti-hero is It's so cool dude Great It's the most embarrassing shit I've ever seen uh yeah not a good movie as it turns out but uh sometimes uh you eat too much of an edible and you need something light and fluffy in the background because we were watching dune and she looked at me she's like too much i'm like let's put on something cute (laughs) because uh we started peeking right around the scene where they raid the house of atreides and absolutely murdered the whole family and she was like not right now oh fair enough you win (laughs) they were hit they were hitting a little too hard at that point so let's put on some with cute animals Alex will understand yeah he'll he'll be silently nodding his head in agreement yes
0: well just the way I like him
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's really but yeah most of the other stuff are rewatches that's fine let's let's dive into Maniac Cobb shall we yeah
0: let's talk about Mango (laughs) Cobb Okay, so Absolutely. I want to talk about the way that this movie begins. This movie begins with a... It doesn't begin with a tow car, It begins with a production company, which is Shapiro Glickenhouse Productions. Right that off the bat. Like
3: money laundering <laughs> scheme right there. Rowald
0: Dahl would not be watching this. So Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is... A, what is it? There's a young woman who's running in Los Angeles, or I guess it's New York. Uh, she's running in New York from two muggers. Uh, I called her Jessica Smollett. And, uh, <laughs> and
3: Sometimes you're hanging out in Crime Alley looking for Subway. Exactly. It happens.
0: Yeah, she drops her pearl necklace and uh, she sees a cop with a suspiciously large jawline. It runs right up to it and says, oh, help, those muggers are going to get me. And uh, instead he gets her. I guess he just uh, chokes her or something.
3: He kills the shit out of her for no reason.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's not very kind to her. Uh, other kills that he has Instead of a baton he has a sword I'm like okay Dude, that's good
3: When he when he pulls the sword out of the baton The first <laughs> that, ten minutes of this movie Is like three back to back to back kills it's, yeah.
0: it's pretty good Just the way I like it
3: uh, like Imagine you park in a handicapped spot Cause you're like oh it's okay I'm autistic I can park here and then you go inside GameStop and come back out. And then just a seven-foot cop <laughs> with a big old cinder block on his shoulders just rips you, <laughs> out. And that's
0: where they find you the next morning. Oh, that sounds fucking good, dude. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, there's another one where it's like... So, New York is gripped in fear of this maniac cop. Like you said, what if a cop was bad and uh, <laughs> unfortunately new york is really scared of cops uh they, they cut to a black guy who's smiling from ear to ear saying i've seen all my friends get shot in the back by cops they didn't even <laughs> have any weapons and i'm just like could you pretend like you actually are sad about it or something but they don't because do just that.
3: knowing this movie they just walked up somewhere on the sidewalk and, and like hey you want to be in a movie <laughs> All right, uh, say something about cops. (laughs) You want to be in a big movie? Oh, well, I got this instead. (laughs) Well, uh, so do I. All right. It's just, we got to go back to this time where you just have a, well, what's this called? Maniac cop. (laughs) Well, what's the tagline? You have the right to remain silent forever. (laughs) Immediately buying a ticket. If you go to the Alamo and see that poster and that, you're buying that ticket side unseen.
0: You don't need a trailer. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, the city is so gripped by fear that uh, one woman <laughs> is in her car and she can't start her car and a cop knocks on her window and she's like, Hah! pow, blows his brains to pieces like a cassava melon. He, she kills the
3: fuck out of that dude. He dies worse than half of Maniac Cop's victims. Yes. <laughs> his head explodes.
0: Yes, it is... Uh rather substantial guts. That's like the most gore they have in this movie. Uh and the cops explain it, it's like she thought he was the fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love how quickly it's established that this is a rogue
3: cop who may or may not be a maniac. And it's just Tom Atkins talking to other detectives about as a goddamn maniac. He could be retired. You know all cops keep their uniforms. They're like Okay. Yeah, that's are what you, the cops cool? keep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, i want to talk about uh tom atkins here i thought it was a really good uh you know misdirection to cast tom atkins in this a guy with a very big face and bruce campbell a guy with a very big chin uh to sort of like oh maybe it's not robert zadar this guy that you can't see
3: (laughs) yeah they spend a good like the first act of the movie really trying to tell you like hey bruce campbell's definitely doing these things he's sneaking out at night and then the problem is uh, the maniac cop kills are not in POV, so you just see a silhouette of a seven foot tall man with the biggest head ever recorded. And you're like, I um, mean, this is 1988. Bruce Campbell's like one of the hottest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, exactly. It's clearly not him. <laughs> like, the fuck are you talking about movie?
0: We also got to talk about Bruce Campbell in this. Ordinarily, when I put on uh, a movie and I see Bruce Campbell in the opening credits, I'm just like, all right this should be a real treat his performance not the movie the movie's not gonna be any good but like yeah no, absolutely all not. right i get to see him he is clearly doing this to pay off a parking ticket he is not that i, I would say this is the worst i've ever seen bruce campbell act i guess uh, well this is his first uh non non-Ramy
3: related movie yeah so. right yeah it is uh yeah.
0: so i guess maybe he needed his friend there but sam's over there sam said he had cameos <laughs> is that guy on the street it's like, all right, you're
3: all on your own. You're gonna work with the guy who directed Maniac. He's gonna get a lot oh, out of you.
0: Oh, that, that explains what this movie fucking sucks ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are a couple moments where, like, Campbell's like pretty good. Like, he's doing the face and everything. I'm like, all right, this is good. He, he's delivering his lines pretty well. But there's a lot of moments where he clearly doesn't know what anyone's going for. And you contrast it with like a person that he's talking to, and like a shot reverse shot sort of thing. It's like that guy's trying and Bruce is just like reading the back of a cereal box, you know, and it's it's tough. I don't blame him for that because it just kind of seems like he just wasn't on his A game. Also, it's not exactly a part with tremendous depth, you know, uh,
3: I, I'm going to assume that script came in uh piece by piece. Like, right? Hey, here's your lines for today, Bruce. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you are I
0: was... cheating on your wife. Hey, lucky. With a I was listening to him talk about this. Oh, never mind.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about this movie earlier and like, uh, you know, the big scene at the parade that's later on in the oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that happens in like March because it's the St. Patty's parade. They didn't have the script yet. They didn't shoot this till August. So they just called him like, hey, can you fly down to New York and just like bring a copy uniform? We'll just shoot all day and figure something out. <laughs> so yeah, that's a... Uh, it puts a lot of the movie into perspective. <laughs> it's like, Ash fly across the country. I'll just puts you in this uniform we'll sneak in the parade uh spoils they did not blend in in the parade they were kicked out very quickly
0: what a surprise apparently uh <laughs> sam raimi did uh the, he he was the one who was filming the parade scenes which uh doesn't seem that hard because it looks like someone was just holding a video camera and just watching the parade so <laughs> that's not, not the first time that something like that came up for me this week because apparently he and bruce campbell filmed certain selections of the blood simple script and went around door to door selling it to people and be like hey invest in our friend cohen's movie Kids ain't going anyway, but we want to make them feel good. Uh, I don't know which one of them was doing that voice. What I'm saying is, I wish Ted Ray was a maniac. cop.
3: <laughs> I could hear Bruce doing that voice very easily. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, Bruce was doing that voice a lot during this time. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, that was just him. Uh, before he, this is before, way... <laughs> before he
3: eased into the. I don't know. Just be a dickhead to people. They seem to like it.
0: Yeah. That being said, he is kind of a dickhead in this movie, cheating on his oh, wife yeah. and all. With a vice. He's a real cop. piece of shit. Really, I hope it was worth it. Um, anyway, it turns out he's not the one killing people like a fucking maniac. <laughs> Instead, it's the legendary uh, uh, some cop who I, I guess he got. He was a very complex soul. He was a more of a shoot first, ask questions later. But, I, <laughs> but once you get to know him, he was really sweet. <laughs> it was like. Mm.
3: I'll love how every single person that talks about him is like yeah he was a great cop one of the best he wouldn't really rage at your rights he would just immediately start blasting away at minorities (laughs) he was a real good guy the city screwed him over you're like what the fuck are you talking about it's everyone to a T the cops you're supposed to like the bad ones they all agree like yeah he was the best never uh, never really sussed out the situation just kind of pulled out his piece and started unloading on gangbangers (laughs) god we miss him
0: yeah, bring him back. All right, so uh, we get
3: the flashback. Yeah, we get of, the
0: flashback uh, into the the prison where we get our. I, th- I think this is the only time I've ever seen a Robert Zedar nude scene.
3: Did a lot for me. I'm be honest Give the people
0: you. what they want. I didn't know that he was Zadar huge.
3: F- fighting to death in a shower in a prison in shower slow in slow motion. Sing. Hell yeah, dude! This is why movies are made.
0: A lot. I did not know that they asked him to do a lot of high knees in this one because you see a lot of guy thigh there.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's you know, doing a lot of work.
0: So, apparently, Robert Zadar had big face-itis, and... You don't say. But here's... That's the thing. is like, I'm saying, he wasn't just born that way, because you're not getting that out of a woman's womb. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, That's a C-D-E-F section. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> and... So, apparently, like, his face, like, started, like, a little bit smaller, and then it grew to those proportions... I think this is the smallest I've ever seen Robert Zadar's face, <laughs> and even then, you're just like, did he get stuck by like a hundred bees? <laughs> how does
3: I need more information on how this? So I was like, oh, your face is getting a little bigger, and then like your body stops growing, but your head just keeps getting wider and wider.
0: Yeah, like I said, I I don't know like when it all started. I I don't know where like a young Robert. Never mind. He just always looked like that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I can't imagine. It
0: looks like bad. It looks like bad plastics. Is he dead? Is he like Robert I Zadar, so. If you're listening to this, I know you are. Just don't take it personally.
3: If you're listening, I know you're using earbuds and not over the top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my! It really does look like bad plastic surgery. It really does look like something went wrong and things are. Oh boy. Well, uh, this from the Department of uh, throwing stones from Glass Houses. So. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he is maimed in prison. They do like the the Joker, "Why so serious?" thing to him, and uh, so naughty, naughty, stealing ideas. It uh, turns out that that whole experience turned into a fucking maniac. <laughs> <laughs> they say maniac
3: more than they say cop yeah they movie. really this do. movie is nothing but cops talking to other cops It is his
0: grand plan is uh, unfortunately the filmmakers ran out of money so they just put Bruce Campbell in a room and they made him go ah, ah, ah. it's like yeah the, the the car is driving really fast <laughs> Bruce you know what you're doing right it's like oh I guess just do the evil death thing ah. <laughs> Anyway, he gets uh, fucking tossed, and uh, then Bruce Campbell fights him off, and then uh, he drowns. Except he doesn't. He comes back.
3: That's what you want. Yes. That's what you want out of a movie you're renting it from Blockbuster in 1995. Yeah. <laughs> it's for this giant... Fr- like, the first ten minutes is... Kill after kill after kill. And then halfway through, he gets Robert Zadar nude, nude fighting and Sing Sing. And then it ends with him coming back like Jason Voorhees and killing the mayor.
0: This is like the prime example of you going up to a red box and seeing this. And with that, just seeing Maniac... Immediately putting in your quarter or whatever to fucking get it. <laughs> well, as people die because you're ready to move really That's ready. right. People just drop. What's this here, maniac? Oh, the disc is out. Oh, All right, here we go. How was it called to <laughs> me? People are just like, we uh, driving next to you, just like ambling, like in a dazed motion to your car. Uh. Sorry, sorry, I'd call 911, but there's some real maniacs out there. <laughs> Oh, time to return it and watch Maniac Cop two, <laughs> and also three. Uh, blah Game of Games. <laughs> <laughs> three <motherfucking>.
1: thirty
2: <laughs> All right, let's uh go ahead and share my screen. We can see how everybody's team. Good thing speaks. I saved that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank God for you, dude. <laughs> that's it's nice to hear. Well. <laughs> uh, all right, oh. so uh, let's go ahead and the sound of someone sharing their screen now makes here. me feel bad. <laughs> well, don't worry. There's only uh, oh gosh, eleven weeks to go. Oh, is that all before the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. We have eighteen now. Yeah. Um, so uh, long story short, uh, my team's went four one and could have gone five and zero oh if the Patriots didn't decide to play Mac Jones tonight, but uh, your guys' teams both went two and three. Um, <laughs> I'm
0: surprised I got the two. I am very and, surprised uh, I got the two.
2: Well, you know, it means exactly the same as far as who has to spin the wheel, which is each of you, one time, so who would like to go first? Let's <sighs> see it. Alright, count me oh, down. Alright,
0: yeah, one second. Alright, in three, two, one, go.
2: Looking how? He got the free he's, space. He's gotten it twice. Oh, are I got like the free space Don't smaller. Don't actually That's calculate fine. them. Alright, so it's All my right. turn to... So I wasn't good. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Alright.
0: Alright. Uh, in three, two, one, go.
2: Oh... Alright, Chris hit the Stephen King adaptation sp- space, which would normally be fine for him, except for our rule preventing him watching movies that are on the list. Exactly. All right. You like uh, sequels?
0: Actually, Parker, I, I had one in mind for this. Uh, well, we, we, the thing have, is, like, I want to bring this up, though, because I want to know if this would meet the criteria. of Because this one's not on the list. Uh, don't worry, I already checked. But as to whether it is an adaptation of Stephen King is uh, debatable, because he didn't write this. It would be Children of the Corn 2, which I saw a clip from today, and I was just like, whoa, I gotta see that. Is is that the one one called Urban Harvest?
2: (laughs) Because if so, please watch it. (laughs) I I say count it, because I
3: want to know what that is without watching it. I
2: I will allow it. Great, alright, I'm
0: watching Children of the Corn 2. I'm sure his
3: name is somewhere in the credits, therefore
2: it counts.
0: Yeah, we, thats that, um, that's what it's all about.
2: Well, would anybody like to use any of their banked wins this week? Chris, you have eleven. Parker, you have five, and I've got eight right now. Uh, I would like um,
0: to—I would like to issue a physical challenge to Parker.
2: Okay, good. I was going to say if you assign me a physical challenge of bending my <laughs> yeah. elbow, I'm going to tell you go fuck yourself. <laughs>
0: Hey, do the jerk-off motion. All right, uh, so... <laughs> it's, it's so hard, dude. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, Parker, have you seen... Uh, have you actually watched uh, The Monsters yet?
2: Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, I'm to make this good. I, the listeners will know that at this point, I think. I will right. also be using my wings. <laughs> <laughs> Shit.
0: All right, uh, my physical challenge for Parker is I will give you a free assignment of any movie that I haven't already seen. If you go to the IMDB page for Banshees of Anishirin, I'm not going to make you type it in. I'll just uh, send it to you. I was going to
2: say right. send him the link. We'll be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> the
0: physical challenge is for him to type in Anishirin on the first <laughs> try. No, 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 no. All right, here we go. Uh,
2: i going to watch a sick movie about Inchon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, I just uh, sent you the link to it. Go ahead and scroll down to the cast and tell me the name of the character that Carrie Condon plays. If you can say that that uh, name correctly, <laughs> then you get a free side. What assignment. are these accents? <laughs> that's that not how Welsh. letters work. Go ahead, Parker. I want to hear you say.
3: <sighs> I got and That's all I can give you. That's yep, a that's what a... <laughs> in the? Uh,
0: and America would say it's Coban, Swilia Band. So.
3: Oh damn, that was on the tip of my tongue.
0: Yeah, I don't know how fucking Almost, it. buddy. They they didn't they you know, have, I, I kinda like, think we
2: should count it. He was close enough. I, no.
0: I think they had Sersha Ronan go on like uh Conan or whatever and she taught him how to say all the different Irish names. I would like to issue a physical challenge to Sersha Ronan. Uh try that one. So I don't think and she me can. too. Wait, she
2: had to teach Conan O'Brien how to talk like an Irish person? Yeah,
0: apparently he <laughs> did not do it. So uh Alright, hey. uh that's that's all I feel like doing. Shibon Sweep. Yeah, sure. No. I don't like that. Shabana's is better than Man. I was going to get. Now I'm thinking of that... Who was that cornerback? Sadiq Shabazz. Anyone <laughs> else remember that guy?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, no. I think you just made that up. No, wait. It
0: was S-I-
2: and Chris has created a fake athlete.
0: S-I-D-E-E-Q... S-H-A-B-A-Z-Z. Greetings. Yes. <laughs> oh, he was a safety and linebacker. Never mind, he went in the corner. Oh, yeah, see yeah. what I mean? See, there you go. Think yes. you,
2: can, you think you know somebody. You think you can trust him?
0: Sadiq Shabazz. I'm going to put it in the chat.
2: All right. Now that the physical challenge has been failed by the man who doesn't do Oh, yeah? you have Maybe? a question?
0: No, I would just put it in the chat. It's
2: oh, okay. so have, in so case I, you're I, I <laughs> suck in uh, well Parker like says he use... doesn't <laughs> want to use any assignments so that's alright that's that's also what I heard but, uh, maybe hey Chris Parker do you like space? Changing. I used
0: to, what, what about space? do you like
2: leprechauns?
1: oh <laughs>
3: yeah
0: <laughs>
3: yeah the fourth installment in the long running franchise <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah You'll understand soon why this is happening. Because, god damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I made it very clear that there was a line to not be crossed. Oh, no. And you
0: slapped me with that velvet glove. Oh, I, do- <laughs> <laughs> I don't learn very fast, do I? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah, oh, I don't... Man,
3: man I- oh man. <laughs> man.
0: Let's use a spin on- I want to use a spin. I want to use a spin on Alex. Alright,
2: All right, fine. And a seven. You better hope this is good. Cause I have more than you. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Uh, in three, two. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This one doesn't count. This one's count. Oh. Doesn't count. Oh, whoops! All right. <laughs> I was hoping you ice. Right, unless yourself. you want to <laughs> count that, we can count that. No, we don't
0: get to do that. I want right, the noise. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, you know how much of a baby I am for funny noises. Okay. Uh, in I know. <laughs> three, two, one, go. Like as much of a baby as you are for ice.
2: <laughs> uh, oh. Oh! oh! Thank you Chris, I really appreciate that uh, <laughs> A free space Hey, for how hours. about uh, you come up here and press your luck, motherfucker I thought,
0: wait, you said I hope this is good
2: <laughs> It was good, it doesn't matter Oh, <laughs> well, okay, in 3, 2,
0: 1, go Should not have made that crack about the ice.
2: You should have just let me keep the horror movie sequel. Uh, that's good No! Talking animal. And you can't watch Marmaduke 2022 because you already have to watch it. I
0: have it written down. Talking animal. (laughs) Talking animal's
2: my favorite space. That covers
0: that covers a lot of ground. I mean it
2: does. (laughs) Especially for you. Do you like baby movies?
0: Yeah, it'll be fucking Hotel Transylvania too. I haven't seen that one yet. That reminds me. Uh Gabby had a great moment. Uh we were talking about Uh like we were talking about uh, she's not, by the way. (laughs) <laughs> Is she a talking animal? No, no, no. dude, listen to this Alright, so we were talking in the group chat My, Her boyfriend <laughs> and I were going back and we like Yeah, man, trailers these days they, they just keep giving away the entire plot of the movie Which, like, like pray for the devil they, It just tells you exactly what happens And uh, Gabby Pipes was like Yeah, like Hotel Transylvania 4 <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, at least you don't need to watch that one <laughs> Right, exactly Well, I'm not going to watch the trailer. Okay, well... How have you not seen the second one? You assigned me the third one. I don't remember
0: why I did that. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I've only seen the first one, which I thought was good, so... Whatever. Alright, I, can... what <laughs> <laughs> I guess we... Banshees
3: of Enshinron. That's what we're saying.
0: I guess we can choose our teams now.
2: I mean, unless Parker wants to... Oh, wait, no, he can't. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we can choose teams. Uh Parker, you have first pick this week. I'm gonna oh. bring up the schedule oh, for don't... you. Oh. Only two teams on bye, the Chiefs and the Chargers. Uh, see how that goes. Let's oh. see if they win their buys. Of course,
0: <laughs> I'm just
3: gonna quadruple jinx myself and take them boys
2: first ah, Just bro. checking in. All right. Oh, I, I would Chris, watch you're, out you're, your team. Bears. Yeah, yeah, your team had a little bit of trouble with the Bears. <laughs> <today>. Yeah, careful. <laughs> All right, we got.
0: Well, I'm going with the Eagles because they are that the best is team in the Strong pick.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take the actual best team in the league, the Bills. Correct. So, and then I am also going to take... Uh... You know what? Cod just came out. Give me the Vikings. <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> the same fucking thing. Good point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh... Well... I haven't pissed off Parker enough, so I'm gonna take my Lions. Alright. All right. Well, I guess it's personal. That's fine. <laughs>
3: I will take my bungles uh, I'll be it if I yeah. <laughs> bet on my Packers again that <laughs> yeah. was one and done
2: fuck yourselves <laughs> what did I tell you buddy dog shit <laughs> ass team. down that road yep and, then and um real ones know oh call my Ravens damn it
0: I wanted them I mean, Brady re- I know this is like old hat and everyone's already talked about it. Brady really chose the worst time to walk out on his family it's really football. A guy who's it never is. done
2: that before. Anyway, he's a I, fucking legend. I I don't think he walked out on his family so much as he was told. If you go back, then you will not have this anymore. And he went, well, okay. you know, in two years, I don't want to regret it. Yeah. Off I go. All right. <laughs>
0: uh, in that case, uh, the New York, the like new wife. Uh, all right. In that
2: case, I want the New York Football Jets. Oh my god! Really? What is you guys actually think this fucking team is? Oh,
3: okay. No, I think the Patriots are really bad. I have not watched a snap of Jets football and I don't plan on changing that. So I'm up.
2: I'm half tempted to take the fucking Patriots. Same <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Denver at Jacksonville in London. Do I really want to wake up and watch a London game? Do you want to? Um, no, will you? Hundred <laughs> uh, percent. It's
3: not really up to. to you. You can be fading in and out on that sweet, sweet Nike will. You're gonna be a right.
2: great time. Yeah, that's great. Alright, I'm am I'm gonna get a little bit frisky here. I'm gonna take the Raiders first of all. I think Probably the good, game yeah. is I have I've pe- I've taken thrash.
0: the Saints way too many times.
2: <laughs> I, I, once is enough, yeah. honestly. Um what I'm thinking about you know what? Let's stay frisky. Give me the New York Giants. I think Seattle's actually the better team, but that has not mattered in any of the past six weeks. Right. So Alright, we need to add some
0: size up front. I'm gonna go with the Titans. That's fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I will take my fighting Seahawks. That's probably the right pick at this point. Yeah, actually. Alright, and then one more for the double. Alright. Oh, I mean, I
3: guess Jacksonville, because it's too funny to not <laughs> pick something from that game. Also, it's a home game for them. Yeah, <laughs> That's Absolutely. a good point,
0: yeah.
2: Alright, I'll take the Rams. Alright, yeah, I'm choosing between two teams here, both of which I think are... Eh, you know what, I think I have to. I'll take the, the, the Dolphins. All right, that was the game of games this week. Who feels good about their five teams this week? Hey,
3: you wanna you wanna keep
2: that multiplier no, going, buddy? No, hey oh, buddy, that's right. It is hey buddy, TV. we're on the ends. Do you you wanna keep this multiplier going? Don't do that. Uh, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Let's keep going. Let us keep that multiplier going. Um. Oh my god, which end of this Colts Washington game do I want? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. I'm going to take the 49ers. That's a good goal. All
0: right. I... uh, I'll take... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Take the there's Falcons. one really, obvious. yeah. I was gonna say yeah. there's one really obvious one up there. It's gotta yeah. be the Falcons.
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm thinking of Falcons. So.
3: Did you end up taking the Patriots, or did we just talk about? No, it? no there's. I, we just talked about yeah. it. You it. I would
2: like my Patriots. Okay.
3: And no.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hold on. Before we keep going, is this gonna be triple? Absolutely, it is. All right. <sighs> With only the most dog water teams left.
3: <laughs> and buddy, we're buying insurance and banking on my Denver Broncos away in London. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> that multiplier's gonna fucking hit, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
0: Which end of the Washington Indianapolis <laughs> game? <can laughs> be funnier the Broncos Someone has to win it, right? Carson I You won. say that, but I'm not sure. Sh- oh. Fuck my uncle. Alright, I'm gonna go with... The Carson Wentz is... Oh wait, he's he's injured. Fuck that. Yeah, Taylor Heineke's
2: all right. Okay, all right. Oh damn, I forgot about that. I would have picked them two. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's why I was thinking about it. Okay. Right. Out here. Great. I think. I think I have to take the Buccaneers here. I think I have oh, 100%. to. Yeah, that really makes sense. And no. yeah. sir, no. times four. Let's get it. <laughs> no.
3: This is the worst
0: thing that's ever happened. This is the best day of my life.
3: <laughs> Why do you think I didn't want to do this over text, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine
0: just... All right, finally, right. we'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> dot. Dot. Dot.
2: <laughs> okay, so let me th- let me think about who's left here. Okay, so oh, who be hasn't been chosen? chosen? Carolina, Chicago, Arizona, New Orleans, Pittsburgh. Houston, Indy, Green Green Bay, Bay, (laughs) and Cleveland. And Cleveland. Yes, sir. Wait, are we at an odd number of teams right now? I guess we are. Yeah, we've had twenty-one drafted. Yeah, I think we're yeah we're running out. I will take the Browns. (laughs) Yes, sir. That's probably the right call.
0: It wouldn't. It wouldn't be the game of games if I didn't take the Saints against my better judgment. Yes, sir.
2: Saints, alright. Well
3: I guess I will take my Colts. Colts. And oh, <laughs> the cats of the forest. <laughs> Let's
2: they look like a
3: fucking juggernaut Have this week against my right
1: mighty
2: patriots. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Who, who's that? the <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna run out of like different things I can do to this text to delineate how hell they, yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> alright
0: Panthers
2: Panthers uh, there we go we're gonna need to do calculus to calculate this. I hell don't, yeah dude I don't know how this team is still available but give me my Texans
0: <laughs> I think we all saw like the one and four next to the name we're like oh
2: <laughs> well you missed the tie then Oh
0: well, you know it does work, right? right? Yeah, I do.
2: Um, so that is twenty-seven teams drafted. So we could only go one more round. <laughs> Who is who's left? Actually, yeah, I don't actually know who's left. Pittsburgh, Arizona, and Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> on. No one wants that Green Bay one. <laughs> now you know what I can't do it. No, okay. we're not, we're not, I <laughs> can't yeah,
0: stop here. <laughs> God. You I don't would have absolutely throw a
3: times five on the Cardinals for shits and giggles. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> if you do that, that means we have to have that multiplier on the fucking Kenny Pickett's and Aaron Rodgers against the Bills. That's a tactical, that's a tactical nuke right there. Yeah. Oh, boy,
0: howdy. You...
2: This is one of the dumbest things that we've ever done. This is the best idea. This is all I've wanted for like the last three weeks.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy the order worked out this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is my incentive to win. I hope
3: okay. you forget about this and anyway, you up and be like, did we go eight
0: rounds? <laughs> you have to look <laughs> at this stupid <laughs> spreadsheet. Why am I more tired than it usual. was actually nine rounds? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Great.
2: <laughs> well, <coughs> I hope success befalls one of me and Parker. And Someone's utter failure befalls the other. <laughs> the
3: worst week of their life because the Texans weren't around nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's such a good bit. <laughs>
0: well, wow, you went two in a hundred and thirty-six. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to watch
3: a talking cat because <laughs> the fucking bears around nine. <laughs>
2: Oh, I, love ga- I love the game. I love the game of games, you guys. I hate the game. The I, I can't believe the Bears of the Panthers went before the Texans. <laughs> well, I wasn't not going to take my it's Bears. the division game.
3: <laughs> the Bears are so dominant. That <laughs> uh, lights out
0: offensive and defensive performance. Join us, us the- next week for my suicide note. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was everything I could have ever dreamed of.
0: All right, then. All right, we'll get into what we watched. Like
3: as soon as like we got on here, I just wrote down all the teams on a piece of paper because I'm be like, oh no, I'm pushing this as far as to let me
1: go. And that's the T sis.